I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong, where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Well, hello, family. Today, I'm really excited to finally have someone here to talk to us who is an HR expert. And because we have collaborated before, I know she knows what she's talking about. So that just gives you all the more reason to like for real, listen to her, because she's definitely going to drop some gems today just to be able to help you as you're thinking about just your future and what's next for you in your career moves. She's got the juice. But I have Tequesta D'Souza. Did I get it right? You did. It's D'Souza. Good job. D'Souza. D'Souza. Look, I have one of those names and I'm always sensitive about saying people's names right. I try my best. I really do. I may just start just doing first names when I do intros with people. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, eventually you are a wife. People look at that and say, what? i like, I know, I know. I love your name. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate that. I definitely do. So, Tequesta, so glad to have you here today. Again, I, I've really enjoyed just getting to know you since we have connected. And it hadn't even been that long, but right. you are truly just a, a bright light and so kind. You're one of the kindest people that I've met, you know, recently. I've met a lot of kind people, which just so, just genuinely just like, I like you. That's what I'm saying. Um, and I appreciate the work that you are doing because my gosh, where were you when I needed you like 10 years ago? We just not going to go there, but I'm mm-hmm. glad that you exist, you know, and I'm glad to know about the work that you're doing and again, what to push so you can tell the people who you are and tell them about what you do. I am happy to be here. Thank you so much for even giving me the opportunity to be connected to you and your folks, because from what I know of you, you're very protective of your space and you want to make sure that the people and the information that you are providing is of value to your first generation audience. So I thank you for for trusting me with your peeps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. So my name is Tequesta D'Souza. I am a human resources manager. I've been in the human resources industry for over 14 years. And every time, you know, each year as it progresses, it's like, wow, it's starting to get a fair without dating myself. And I also have a company, Future Unleashed, whereby I prepare young adults, so just college students and recent graduates on how to properly position themselves to be successful and finding their first career and job after college. So I provide them with intentional job search strategies, interview writing skills, and resume cover letter services so that they're positioned 100. What was it that made you want to start a business like this? And I ask because it is, like you said, recent college graduates or current college students. And you may have some people who argue that's not something they're going to pay for. <laughs> I know people will. But, you know, for those people who say, well, I don't have the money for it or why would I pay for something like that? What's your response? 
my response is you need to invest in yourself for us ladies i i've seen like so many hair bundle businesses start and i see how when it comes to us women we do not spare not one dime when it comes to our hair our nails our outfits our shoes our purses and those things are not going to progress you in life and make you successful and in regards to the men they don't mind spending two three hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers they go out to the club they spend two three hundred dollars on a bottle those things are not going to progress you in life so once you learn these skills once you invest for the skills that i coach you on you'll have those for a lifetime and you'll be able to build on it for your entire career. I totally agree with that. And I know that a lot of the part about investing has to do with the mindset shift and Mm -hmm. people understanding the difference between value of things. Like, yes, an experience is great. I enjoyed my college experience. And I just realized the other day, I never did a spring break trip. (laughs) Like, I was like, what? I I didn't either. I never did one I was working and I'm like, dang, did I miss out? Kind of felt some kind of way about it <laughs> for a minute. But, you know, I'm like, I'm about to make up on the spring break trips now. But, you know, before mm-hmm. it's worth just being able to see the value in having my financial business together. Because, I mean, being first gen, I was having to take care of myself and make sure I made my money. Right. But at the same time, getting out, there are a lot of things that I did not value because I did not understand why it was important. So I'm glad that you do talk about it. You know, it's important to think about your long term and the investment doesn't stop. And I'll even say everything can't be free because we can go to career services and get help and get amazing help. You know, don't get me wrong. Career services at a number of institutions are great. But when you have somebody who's really sitting down one to one and it is their aim to make sure that you're good, that's a whole different ball game. So I'm glad again that that investment itself and to get the right job with the right salary is going to pay itself off. So, hey. That's how I see it now. I'm all about, I'm not spending money, I'm investing, be it that it's food or clothes or programs or, you know, anything that I bring in my house, I look at at everything's an investment now and that changes what I'm willing to invest in. So thank you for sharing that. But even thinking about, you know, your business thus far, what has been the most challenging part of being an entrepreneur for you? Because again, you're first gen, so it wasn't like you were given the blueprint. (laughs) You know, you had to figure it out. So what has it been for you? The challenge as a first-gen entrepreneur and college student was finding my right connections. Mm. For all of the skills that I did not have, who could I connect myself to who had already been there and done that? You know, when you first start a business, you're so excited about all of your goals and you're very protective. And I'm still very protective future unleashed because i know what the vision is for it and i know what it can do for for my clients so i'm i'm very stingy about who i even allow to have access and to help me build the brand so i wish that in the beginning i was a little more willing to have others help without trying to figure it all out myself. Now I did figure it out and I'm still figuring it out. I'm not perfect. I'm three years in the business, but I could have been so much further along if I would have asked for help in the beginning and not waiting until now where I really see the benefit of making those connections on the onset. Hmm. I I really like that. And that makes me think automatically about 
what would you say are some of the similarities for people who are thinking about making career moves or just getting started in their career? Uh, hey, connect to the right people. Get you a mentor now. I know you're so excited for, for some of the recent graduates who they landed their first job already. And you're so excited about being in that position. Don't stop. Don't stop learning. Don't stop looking at your next move. So connect with somebody where the next level that you're trying to get to, find you a mentor that is already there so that they can keep pushing you to further grow you so that you'll be able to take that next step. Because it's all about connections and relationships. Doesn't matter if it's for your business or for your career development. Everything has to do with connections in your network. I know we've all seen it where we've seen somebody who we know they aren't like the sharpest crayon in the box. <laughs> there are in these positions and we'd be like, dang, how did they get there? It's who you know. And that is real. I know, you know, education is awesome. Your resume should be awesome. But your best opportunities are going to come from your connections, not what you know. So for someone similar to yourself, similar to myself, right? First gen out here, mm -hmm. we've just graduated or about to graduate, be it that it's from undergrad or graduate school. What would you say to, I guess, help us figure out how to make connections? Because for a number of folks that are first gen or even just still first gen professionals, it's working and trying to keep up with life and trying to find balance mm -hmm. and take care of family. So sometimes we just don't have time to connect. Or if we think about connecting, we don't even know necessarily who to connect to. So what are mm -hmm. your thoughts there to continue to help us to make those those moves and to think about expanding our network? My first suggestion would be to take a pause to think about what you really want. Where do you want to go? Is there a company that you have your eyes set on that you might not be in yet? Do you have a position that you have your eyes on? After you've done the work to find out what you really want, I would strongly recommend, if you're not already on LinkedIn, get connected on LinkedIn. And once you're on LinkedIn, you start to follow those companies. And you can do a search in the search bar. Just type in that position that you're interested in. When you type in that position that you're interested in, you will see a plethora of individuals who have those professions. And you can start doing virtual interviews, informational interviews. So people love to talk about themselves. So you can you, you can ask for them to just give you 10 to 15 minutes. Don't ask for a lot of time because the answer is going to be no. If you start out saying, hey, can I have an hour of your time? Be very specific in your request. Hi, I enjoy, I, 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 re, I reviewed your profile and I'm very interested to know how did you get to the level that you are in and I'm interested in going that way. Do you have five or 10 minutes to spare for a virtual coffee so that I can learn more about your experience and your progression? People love to talk about themselves because you're not asking, you're not asking them to give you a job. You're just asking for information. And once you start to ask for information and people love to help, they might not have a position for you, but they may know somebody who knows somebody or if an opportunity comes available, you'll be top of mind. A perfect example is last week 
I was at a networking event for HR professionals. And one of the HR professionals, she said that, you know, with COVID-19, she was laid off and she was looking for employment. I saw her on that screen one time. Two days ago, I had a recruiter reach out to me saying, hey, Tequesta, I know you're you're real heavy in the HR space down in South, South Florida. I have a need. Do you know anyone? Do you know what I did? I remember that that lady. I reached out to her on LinkedIn. Guess what she got? A job. Mm. So it's all about your connections and making sure you're in the right space. And another thing that I would recommend you do is to get connected to your associations. Every profession has an association. That is like prime picking for you to be in in, in the mix of the right individuals who could help you further your career and to nurture those connections. So you might not have a need right now. Do not wait until you have a need to start building those relationships because by that time, it's too late. You have not built a relationship or trust with individuals to ask for their help. Hmm. What's the best way to keep up that relationship or that network? Mm-hmm. Because I know sometimes like some people may hit you up every week or is it every month or is it bi-monthly? What recommendations do you have there? My recommendation is to have it, just let it be organic. Hmm. Don't reach out every week. If they are connected to you on LinkedIn, and if you see where they they made a post, you can comment on the post. Like when you're building your connections, it doesn't have to be direct messages in their inbox where you feel like you need to connect with them one-on-one. If they make a comment, if they make a post, just you can leave a comment. So your presence is still there. And LinkedIn, they give us easy ways, right? Because if somebody is celebrating a, a work anniversary, if they have a job promotion, if they share something, those are opportunities for you to see them. If it's their birthday, happy birthday and you're out. So if they go back to their inbox, if you do need to reach out for a favor, they'll see that their last communication with you was not you asking for something. So let it be organic. There really isn't a a, a time frame that I would have you stick to, but I would have it be organic. If you remember that you if, if you remember a prior conversation, let's just say they said that their son or their daughter had a game, you can check in after that event has occurred just, just to find out, hey, I remember last time we spoke, your son and your daughter had this event. Hmm. How did it go? I'm digging that. And then the other thing I want to ask you is kind of the flip side. What does mm-hmm. a person do if they reach out to someone? And their response to them is no or to book a service because there are some people which, you know, people reach out to that may be entrepreneurs and further along in their careers and really may not have the time. What is your advice there? Because I don't think we talk enough about the pick your brain things and informational interviews. While they're good, you know, and they are helpful, sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for that person. So what should a person do when they get a no or book a consultation? If they get a no, that's okay. Keep going. That means that that was not your person. And that one person is not going to stop your development. That just means that that person was not your person. Because I'm totally in the in the mindset, Dr. E, that a, a no is not the, the end-all, be-all. For sure. Rejection is just redirection. That person might not have been the person to help you get to the next step. So my recommendation is when you receive a no, to keep going, keep going to the next. 
Got it, got it, got it. Now with that, I agree with you. And I also think about it um, from the perspective of being someone who, you know, I've definitely grown my business to be in a different place. And mm-hmm. I'm all about making the connections, but sometimes I just can't. So I have to prioritize, you know, consultant clients mm-hmm. or people who are part of my membership or my podcast students. And my no is not a, I don't want to help you, but it may be that I just need you to email me these questions really quickly and maybe I can get back to you whenever I have some time. So like you were saying, for people to not be offended by that because everybody is in a different space and everybody has different schedules. And so connections are very important, but I think sometimes timing is something to consider as well. But also something that I have truly learned is even when I reach out now, I never reach out with the expectation that anybody's going to do anything for free. especially as an entrepreneur, I think it's important to understand that, again, people's time and their energy is valuable. And not everybody should nickel and dime me for things. But if something, if you're reaching out for something specific for, from somebody, that's like me reaching out to you to question. I'm saying, hey, I've been, you know, working on this cover letter and I just want to know what you did to be successful in writing your cover letter. Well, that's to Questa's, you know, field of expertise. So that's mm-hmm. who you might want to consider, you know, this consult, you know, is appropriate for that because you're asking her to work. So I, I did want to bring that up because sometimes we get no's and they get mad and they want to be mad at people. But I don't want y'all to be mad at people because right. it really is a contingency. But have an open heart and an open mind to that outreach as well. But I, I'm with you to question wholeheartedly on the connections because they are mm-hmm. absolutely vital. So even thinking about that, thinking about connections, we said talk entrepreneurship, just the challenge of even getting mentors. What do you think has mm-hmm. helped you overall just to be successful in your journey and navigating, you know, HR professionally and starting a business and still having a family because you wear many hats? I do. And you know what has worked for me, Dr. E, is just to be nice to people. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not going to go into nothing deep. And it's, to me, it's all about how you treat people. Dr. Maya Angelou once said, people may not remember what you said or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. And that's the way I live my life. I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. And as an HR professional and as a business owner, it's all about your connections. You never know when you're going to meet somebody and I'm always open to how can I help? Even, you know, if I can't provide a free service, if I can't do it, I may know of a resource where you can go get the information. Mm. So that's my mantra is to treat people good. And you can never go wrong with treating people good. Even if they don't reciprocate, my conscience and my God (laughs) tells me I need to treat people good. Mm. And that has done me so well. I've been offered positions that weren't even posted. Mm. I've accepted jobs where I told them how much I want to make because of my relationships that I've built just by being good to people. Mm -hmm. Curious to know just really quickly, how have you been able to find balance with being an HR professional and having a business and not having the two bump heads or having issues in the nine to five space, considering what you do as well, because I know that comes up often when I'm talking to people about transitioning or start having a side hustle and kind of doing the same work in their their field. Time management. Time management is 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 my life savior. And and I had to have an understanding that okay, you have all of these goals, 
So what's more important to you? Two extra hours of sleep or you making that sacrifice to dedicate to Future Unleashed, to dedicate to my nine to five because I want to show up at 100 for each. And the only way to do that is to dedicate time for both. So right now, I'm, I'm in between the 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock wake up time. Even today, on a Saturday, I have goals. I know I had things that I had to do. So I set a time for Future Unleashed first thing in the morning. I go over my clients, the new resumes that I have. I set up my schedule. I work on the website. I do all of that before six o'clock in the morning because I do have two kids. I do have a whole husband Mm. and I have a a whole nine to five. So time management, you have to, you have to be able to dedicate your time and to keep track because it's so easy to get lost and have things bleed together. But once you, even if you can get so much accomplished in two hours, of dedication versus a whole 12 hours of just trying to fit everything in all sporadic. You'll have a much better end product and you'll show up 100% for that one dedicated thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I like to time block. It's one of my super secret weapons. I love it. love it. Like, and it just makes the world a better place. Um, and for those of you who are like, what is time blocking? We can talk about that in another episode, but I definitely talk about it, you I know, with it. My, my members in the EW Trailway Society, just in how to be more productive and how to give mm-hmm. yourself the space to, like you said, get a little bit done here, get a little bit done there, but not feel so mm-hmm. overwhelmed. So absolutely, I'm loving it. I don't know why, again, just so many exciting questions that come to mind as I'm talking to you and I'm just thinking like, again, what would some of my people who are out there listening, what would they be thinking? Another one would be is mm-hmm. if I'm trying to leave my current job. So let's say I am a, a young professional. I may be working somewhere for two years and I'm looking to leave mm-hmm. and starting to apply for other jobs. How can I do that mm-hmm. without ruffling feathers? Or how can I do that without feeling like I shouldn't be doing it, though I know I probably need to go? First of all, let me start off by saying this. I had to cross my legs and pop my tongue right quick. <laughs> <laughs> so... Come on, tell us. If, if you were to get hit by a bus today, yes. tomorrow, your employer would replace you. Yep. And they will have no quorums about it. They will call HR, hey, Quessa, I have this position I need filled ASAP. They will keep moving because they're going to do what's best for them. Your company does not own you. So you always have to think about what is best for you in your career. If you've only been in the in, in that position for two years and it is no longer serving your purpose, you're no longer challenged, start being strategic about letting your trusted network know that you're looking to move and let your trusted network know what your aspirations are. So that they can start looking for you also. You don't have to do this thing alone. And also, when you know where you want to go, just do a search for job descriptions. So you can know exactly what that new position will entail. And you start to sprinkle those keywords in your LinkedIn profile. Because recruiters use LinkedIn to search for their candidates without job even being posted. So, and another thing, I, this this may be controversial um, because I've seen career coaches say on both ends. Right now, they have this little green open for work. Do not do that. 
I say do not mm-hmm. do that. Because as soon as they see that open for work, when you're trying to make new connections, they're going to automatically assume that you're just reaching out to them because you want a job. You want the connection to, to be organic. And also, when, you, when you're setting your privacy connections on your updates, when you start to make all of those updates on your LinkedIn profile, click that button so that your network does not see every time you make an update. Because that is going to raise red flags to your current employer that you're looking if they see that you're making all of these updates to your LinkedIn. But number one is to start talking to your trusted network on what career moves you're, you're, you're wanting to make and to get your documents in order. So get you a, a customized resume that is going to target your new industry. And in your cover letter, you're going to also put in there your accomplishments and why you're looking to make that move. I think that was great advice. (laughs) Something I wish somebody would have told me. And it's not that I did anything wrong because I was always very, you know, mindful of how I moved when I was doing things Mm -hmm. as well. But also I would say LinkedIn wasn't a really big thing for a number of us, even like five and six years ago to be able to use, Mm -hmm. but it's so powerful. And it is definitely something that more of us who are first gen need to be on. So if you have a friend that's not on LinkedIn and they're trying to make career moves and they want to learn and connect, please tell them to get on LinkedIn because it is working wonders, um, not just for professionals working for other corporations, but those of us who are entrepreneurs and are just connecting and making friends. So I definitely will say that. But I think that this has been truly amazing we should do a part two and you know because it's just so much that you have to offer and to share that i think is necessary and being a first gen who's doing this work i think is so vital because at the end of the day it's again being able to see people who are doing things that we want to do who are spaces that we want to be in so even if you know people want to connect with you just to even you know, do informational about moving into HR as a career because it's not something I think mm-hmm. is much promoted to folks. We see business and business management and communications and psychology, mm-hmm. but nobody ever to me really talks about HR. Although I know it's major because my neighbor's HR, I know a few other people from HR. I'm like, how did you get to that? <laughs> you know, like, this is so cool. But then the other part of it is this idea that you are offering something that's truly impactful to be able to help those not limited to first gen, right? To be able to progress in their careers because having that financial peace and stability and to be empowered in your work is truly important. And a lot of us who are first gen, we get out there and don't know what the hell we're doing. That's just what I'm going to say. And to have someone like you who says, been there, done that, got the experience and let me help. I I truly love it. So for those of you who have tuned in and want to connect with Tequesta, please do do that. Check out the show notes to get her information to definitely connect on LinkedIn, to check out her services, to work with her, to partner, to invest in yourself, because it's not something that, you know, we take lightly and just being able to move yourself forward. And we know that we don't always have the tools and resources just at our availability, but this is why we do the show to bring you some of the best to know who's out there, what's out there, and to be able to continue to help you blaze the trail. But Tequesta, any last words or a piece of advice that you would like to leave us with? Last words is we just talked about it. You guys be good to people and build your network because that is what is going to take you far. It is so good to have the education, the certifications, all of the bells and whistles. But what is going to take you the furthest is your network. 
And right now I am, I just want to drop one little nugget about Project 100. That is a campaign that I am running this year. And that's whereby I have an initiative to assist 100 college seniors sign offer letters before they turn the tassel. So what each participant is going to receive is a customized resume, offer letter, LinkedIn profile, and three sessions with me, group sessions in regards to customizing the job search strategy, interview preparation, and talk about what you do after you get the job. So we're going to go over personal branding, networking, and setting your goals. And how do you perform your first performance evaluation? Now, this sponsorship is at no cost to the college student. Every time I say that, people are like, what? It's at no cost to the graduate. We are having corporations sponsor so that they can have a, a direct pipeline to our best talent. So you can connect with me on Instagram, Future Unleashed LLC. Or you can go to the website, www.futureunleashed.us. Or you can email me at tequesta at futureunleashed.us. Sequest, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for your time today, your energy, for your knowledge. You are just a wealth of knowledge and you are definitely someone who I needed when I was, you know, back in the day because I, I don't want to date myself either. <laughs> so, but for what it's worth, you know, I just appreciate it. Continue to be amazing and serve the world in only the way that you can. And we look forward to, again, all of the wonderful things that you will be doing in the future and hope to continue to connect and collaborate with you. But in the meantime, be good to yourself. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're so, so very welcome. So very welcome.